0: Welcome to the Boss, a Bitch, and a Baby podcast, where I talk all things life, baby making as a single woman, business, and more, with my no bullshit, no sugarcoating take on all of it. I say fuck a lot and live to empower you to give the finger to societal norms. I'm your host, Katie Seller. And if you love cursing, coffee, and being bold, not basic, you're in the right place. Now, are you ready, babe? Let's fucking do this. Well, hello. How the fuck are you? I hope you are well. Uh, It's Wednesday. (laughs) Here I am. Um, I just got back from the doctor, had to do blood work, um, and my biopsy is on Friday. So that's exciting because it's just one step closer to my transfer, which um, I assume would be a month from biopsy. So fingers fucking crossed. (laughs) And uh, what I wanted to talk to you about today um, was a topic that was actually requested, which is why I decided to go this route on my own, which I get asked a lot and it's a lot to say so what better way than to have a podcast episode to direct people to because yeah it's a lot (laughs) uh so growing up I was never the person who dreamt of a wedding like it just wasn't me other than I think a few times I've been like oh it'd be so cute to like be proposed to a Dodger stadium or like on the field (laughs) so dumb but Uh, Other than that, like, I didn't, I didn't plan anything. And it wasn't until my last relationship that I even really pictured one at all. Um, And, of course, then I did some planning, but, or ideas, which obviously did not happen. However, I have always, always had a running list of baby names. Uh, Probably in, like, a journal, I think, when I was, like, younger. And then now they've lived in my phone for as long as... Uh, iPhones and notes have existed. (laughs) And it's because I knew that above all else, like I was meant to be a mom. You know, unfortunately, the way that we grow up, society likes to put these pressure of timelines on us, whether it's timelines for school, uh, college, and like secondary after that. Fucking parenthood, marriage, career, literally anything that they can try to dictate and also make you feel fucking inadequate if you don't reach a certain milestone that society thinks you should. So, of course, I always had this thought that I would be married and have a baby by 25. (laughs) Which now is fucking laughable since, uh... I'm a few days over a month away from turning 35. (laughs) Um, But why did I want that? Because society told me that that's what I should want. I should want to be married and have babies by 25 because that's what you do. Which like thinking back, that's such a 1950s thing because by, yeah, 25, like you are a homemaker and you raise babies and stay home and you don't have a career because that's not what they did. That's not now so like how stupid but you know thinking back now there is absolutely no fucking way I could have had a kid at 25 and gotten married not to mention I would not like it if I were married to the person I was dating at 25 (laughs) and honestly like I'm glad it didn't work out because had it worked out like I don't think I would be where I am today I don't think I would have started my own company. I probably would have stayed working in retail for someone else for the ease of it. The paychecks, the health care, all of that. Um, I think eventually, like, the entrepreneur bug probably would have gotten me. But I just, I don't know that it would have turned out the same way. So I am thankful that it didn't work out that way. <laughs> that I thought it would because regardless, I have this idea that I had this idea, excuse me, that that was the way that life should and, like, needed to go. Again, society. Um, It even caused issues in a relationship. Not the one at 25. It was the one not long after. But I was determined that I wanted kids and I wanted marriage and I wanted it as soon as fucking possible. We were not necessarily to that part of our relationship yet. Like, we had a great relationship. um, And I loved them dearly. Um, and I still do. They're great, but we weren't to that part and it caused issues. And ultimately I think that's why we broke up. Like they didn't necessarily want what I wanted right then. I mean, we had this conversation. It was a whole argument about, you know, I was set in my ways and I was very outspoken about what I wanted and they didn't want it then. And it, it caused issues, but I was obviously outspoken about it because that's who I am. (laughs) (laughs) And looking back, uh, I definitely kicked myself in the ass because, yes, I wanted to be a mom and I want to be a mom over anything else. I didn't necessarily want it then. And it was because of what society was telling me I should do. Like I thought I was missing these milestones and it made me kind of a lunatic about it. (laughs) (laughs) and ultimately it ruined our relationship. Um, and once I like started the business, I definitely think I outgrew that not the wanting children, but the, the timeline situation. Um, I also reflected on that relationship and, you know, felt like shit that it was, you know, my fault that it ended because of that. Uh, and like I said, something I, I want is obviously to have kids, But to try to force that timeline on someone else and the timeline that I didn't even create fucking society did is just absurd. So not long after that relationship, I started the business and obviously it wasn't where it was today, but I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And so all of my time, energy and focus went into that. You know, I dated here or there, but it was never anything super serious. Like I don't really do casual dating, so they were longer term relationships, but not super, super serious. Um, some of them just didn't work out and for the better and (laughs) nothing to the scale to derail my progress with the business. However, as the years went on, um, obviously I knew that the one thing that was missing was being a mom and I'm going to try not to cry. God damn. I don't know why that just hit me. Um, okay. Uh, and I started realizing that being who I am, which is outspoken and bold and loud and unapologetic and afraid to say what I feel. I'd like to think powerful, um, super fucking independent and all of these things scare a lot of people, (laughs) not necessarily their fault. I think It also goes back to, you know, society tells us that women should be the inferior ones in a relationship. And while there are moments that I will be that, I refuse to be that always. Like, I'm not some domicile... domicile? (laughs) I'm not some docile creature. Like, I'm quite the fucking opposite. I struggled to find, and still to this day, find people who... I was attracted to that sort of fit this. Um, I don't think my type is like super specific. I just don't think there is a lot of it. Like, especially once I moved here to Vegas, like the selection is abysmal. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know for like women or like non-binary trans, etc. My type is like masculine. I love like, a mask lesbian like chapstick lesbian like give me a little more on the masculine side might wear makeup very occasionally but like very rarely um and like for dudes it's pretty much specific I feel like um I'm finding lately that I think my type is British (laughs) despite all the nonsense I went through which if you don't know you can listen back to the premiere episode I kind of ran over all of it um but despite the nonsense I'm pretty sure I'm finding that my type is British um beards are like a must um (laughs) but like that's pretty much the same across all of them but I was struggling to find ones that were my type that I found attractive that were motivated because a lot of people I have come into contact with were just happy like doing the bare minimum and like that's not my jam um I don't love that And then also, like, I needed to find someone who could handle me. Like, I get it. I am a lot to handle. Like, throw in all the things I just listed, plus anxiety. Um, yeah. (laughs) But I also refuse to shrink myself for your comfortability. Like, that's not my problem. Which, ultimately, in having that mindset, tends to kind of leave me alone. Um... (laughs) <laughs> and I quickly realized, like, that was something I was sort of okay with because, like I said, I refuse to shrink myself or change myself to appease somebody else. And in being so strong-minded, it tends to turn off some people uh, who want someone who is docile and quiet. Um, I think a lot of people still have this idea of, like, what a woman should be, which is still fucking horseshit. And I hope we grow out of that soon. But... <laughs> There's a lot of men, especially, who are threatened um, by someone like me, which, like, don't. Like, I'm a baby in the bedroom. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just said that. Um, (laughs) I am not this person in there. But still, like, they're threatened or whatnot. So, the not wanted... (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, that's a sound bite. Anyways, the not waiting for someone or for anyone sort of started um, with my 30th birthday. Nobody want, uh, nobody could go out of town um, or really could do much of anything other than like dinner. And I'm like, it is my 30th birthday. I'm not going to dinner. <laughs> I want to do something and fucking celebrate. I deserve to. So I ended up going to the Bahamas by myself uh, and it was fucking great. I had the best time. I did so much self-reflecting. Uh what like a waiter and then uh I think one of the chicks at the front desk, like they could not believe that I was like, You're alone? Are you sure you're alone? And the oh my god, the server was amazing. He was so sweet, he like couldn't believe it, which was kind of funny. And then he was like, Well, you're alone and like when you go to you stay at Breeze's. I love Breeze's, by the way. Um, I am a tad bougie when I travel, but Breeze's is like a three star fucking hotel. But it's all inclusive and I have not ever had any issues there. I've been twice, twice now, Um, all inclusive. The people are fucking great. You're super close to like is next door. This is not fucking if this is not sponsored. But if Breeze's Bahamas wants to sponsor me. Please and thank you. Um, (laughs) You can walk next door to Bahamar, where there's like a casino and like other like nicer relationships or relationships. Nicer fucking in in my brain now nicer restaurants if like that's what you want um but all the food is all inclusive like I said I've never had any issues um you can like rent a fucking cabana which I make sure before I go I literally call them and I'm like I want to pay for this many days of cabanas please and thank you like (laughs) I want it set to make sure I have one um but yeah it's it was it's been fucking fantastic I love it and like I said I'm usually a tad bougie um I did stay at Atlantis one night because I had um a free room for the night for um from Caesars because I gamble too much. And it was great, but also like you have to pay for every meal over there. Not to mention the rooms are already fucking expensive. I mean, luckily I didn't pay for it, but like had I, I don't know how people, it's just, that's insane. Um, the water park was fun, but (laughs) Bahamar. So like the, the guy was so cute. He was like, Oh my God, like I can't believe you're alone. You traveled here alone. Like he was just taking it back. So when you go on your birthday, you get a free cake um it's this cute little round cake it was adorable but he was like no you were on your birthday I and mean, I still got the cake which I only ate like a piece of it and then I ended up sharing it with the people in the restaurant because I'm like I'm not gonna eat a fucking cake by myself um but he was like no because you're alone he's like and you're celebrating your birthday like we're gonna do it right blah 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 he totally made me a Bahamian dessert it was so fucking cute like it was just the sweetest so the trip was great <laughs> And I digress. I can talk about it all the time. I literally love it. Like I said, I've been back twice um, and I have never had any issues, all inclusive, free drinks, free food. Um, and the food is pretty fucking good. Um, and yeah, I love it. But anyhow, so doing that, uh, having like this time and whatever, I think was sort of, I mean, I'd already sort of had this mindset of like, I'm going to do things on my own, but I think it was sort of a catalyst to like push me forward at, you know, towards this not waiting for people and doing what I want in this life and going after it regardless. Not long after Bahamas, I started thinking again about children. I mean, not that I ever stopped, but like thinking more seriously about what, what that would look like for me because obviously, and unfortunately, my body does have somewhat of a timeline for that. Um, and I wanted that to happen before anything else. I would and will not regret waiting for a relationship. I will, however, regret waiting and possibly missing out on having my own children. Um, because I have from now until I die to find someone to date or marry or whatever the fuck. But I only have a certain amount of time to have kids. Um, it's definitely a lot to like come to terms with. Um, especially being a cancer, like, I am a hopeless fucking romantic. Like, good lord. And of course, there are times that, like, where I really wish that I wasn't doing this alone. God damn it. <laughs> Ugh. The hormones don't help. <laughs> um, but there are. There are moments, like, at the end of the day that, like, I wish somebody understood. God damn it. Ugh. I wish somebody understood that this, like stress I'm going through every day. And luckily I have come into contact and become friends with people that are going, um, are like, are going through it, have been going through it, went through it, etc. And like, no, but it'd be nice to <laughs> be cuddled, you know, at the end of the day when you're like, fuck, this was difficult, but I am still going to do it regardless because it is what I want most out of this life. Luckily, science makes it possible. Um, I'm also very lucky that everybody in my life has been supportive of my choice. Um, not to mention all the, like the ton of strangers that support me on the internet. Um, ones I've found, ones that have been around for a while supporting me in the brand and just like are full force supporting me in this. Um, <laughs> my dad said, I don't care how it happens as long as you have a kid. Um, I'm my dad's only blood child. I have three half siblings, um, that are not his. And like, while he adores the grandkids, I mean, he's fucking attached to Ellie. Um, you know, I think he wants a grandkid to f- that's blood related. Um, you know, the whole like dated idea of like carrying on the name, which I, is probably one of the only things about childbearing that like I'm old fashioned about, sort of. It's like, I love the idea of carrying out our name, especially in the fact that, like, I'm obsessed with our ancestry. Like, I, the first time I signed up for Ancestry.com, I was on there until fucking six o'clock in the morning because I was just, I was, like, enthralled and elated at all the information I was finding. Like, going back to, like, the 1100s, like, finding out all of these things and like, my 12th great-grandfather came over on the fucking Mayflower. Like, all of these things, like, just, it's just, it's so fascinating to me. And... Like that we even have this knowledge at our fingertips, I think is crazy. And so like carrying on the name, like it's a sweet thing that like I don't know, it's like I said, it's the only thing I feel like in my life that's like old fashioned is like that. Like I would love to give my dad that, you know? A kid to carry on the name. Ugh anyways. Ugh. Okay. Um <laughs> The sad thing though I'm finding is I am in a single moms by choice group and a lot of them don't share the news of this journey until they have a baby because they're afraid of what people are going to say or feel. And first of all, if you know me, you know my take on all of it, which is fuck everybody. Like I don't care if my parents were on board with it. I'm still going to do it because it's my life. And at the end of it all, I'm the only one on this deathbed, and I'm gonna make my choices and live my life for me. The problem is I feel like most people don't think that way, and it's so unfortunate. And I'm trying to do my part to change that because people would be so much happier in life if they started living for themselves and not based off of what other people's thoughts and opinions might be about what they're doing. If you have any ideas of how I can like scale that, like. to like make that message reach more people like that'd be fucking fantastic because I just feel like the world needs it. Um, but I digress a little bit. I, I was determined to do this regardless, like period end of story. Um, I was, I've never been one to shy away from what I want. And this is just another example. Like, so if you're out there, this is my like final plea message. I mean, it's, we'll see how long this goes, but, if you are out there and you have possibly had trouble with relationships or finding someone who can like be the person you want to be with, or, you know, above all of it, like, you know, that you want children. Like I obviously highly recommend this route. You don't necessarily have to do IVF. Again, you can explore IUIs or there are at home attempts, things like that. But like, I, I just, I, I recommend checking out your options, you know? Um, because they're there and you don't necessarily have to wait. Of course, there's also like adoption, if that's your thing, if it's in your heart to not have (laughs) biological children, but to help a child who needs it, fucking hell, go that route. Like, but I just do like the research and kind of open those doors for yourself. Um, and also, also, I wish that somebody had talked to me when I was younger about possibly freezing my eggs. Given I didn't have a ton of money, obviously, in my 20s. But, like, I would have figured it out ahead of time. And I highly encourage anybody who is in their 20s who knows that they want children but is pretty positive you're going to wait until your mid to late 30s, possibly 40s. You know, it is still possible to get pregnant and have babies in your 40s. But if you know that, like, If you know you want it, but you know that you're going to wait regardless, if it's for school, career, or whatever the case, like I highly, highly, highly recommend figuring out the money and freezing your eggs. It is obviously not cheap and it's kind of close to around the cost of IVF, but it gives you a longer period of time to figure out what you want to do. Like, I, I just, I feel like it. It, it just gives you time. Like that's what it is. And time is fucking time is money. Like, <laughs> you know, you, it gives you the ability to focus solely on your career. If you're not worrying about else or focus on whatever the fuck it is, you want to do traveling the world, like whatever it is, it gives you time to focus on that and not have to worry about the baby part. Um, And then, you know, at least you have the option. And like, I wish I would have done it in my twenties. I mean, if, If I can encourage one thing in this episode, it is if you are in your 20s and thinking about children, but not in the near future and think it might happen later in life, I uh, implore you to talk to your doctor about freezing your eggs and do some research, figure out the cost, all of these things. Because for me personally, the egg retrieval was like nothing. And had I done it in my 20s, like you get better quality eggs. And like I said, it gives you more time. So if you're interested, definitely, definitely, definitely do your research and see if it might be an option for you. Because I think it's a great idea for anybody in their 20s who wants a little more time. Um, you can talk to your OBGYN, um, I think, to start the conversation. And then you might have to move to a different doctor if you, like, move forward. But, like, just fucking Google, too. Google's free and you can find out anything. So I recommend that. Also, if you are in your 30s, and my story resonates with you, I highly recommend talking to your OBGYN, possibly seeing a fertility doctor, to gauge where your baby, ma- baby maker is at. So that way you know what sort of timeline you have to make a decision one way or the other, whether you're partnered or not. Um, I think it just gives you like a clear idea. I did the like, oh, what's it called? Um, I don't remember that male infertility thing. I don't remember what company it is, but I did that and it like and it did give some information some of it was hard to understand, but um an appointment could be just as cheap because it depends on your insurance obviously, but um I just I just recommend getting the information. It's much better to be informed about what you're working with body-wise, especially when it comes to reproductive things, um than kind of going at it blindly. Um so yeah, those are my two encouragings for the day. If you're in your 20s, think about freezing your eggs. If you're in your 30s, talk to your fucking doctor and figure out what you're looking at, baby wise. And obviously if you're in your 20s, you can also get the um, the testing done to kind of figure out what your levels are at and what your baby maker looks like and like all of these things. So you have an idea. That's the thing is I feel like, besides going in for like our pap smears, which we don't even ask questions, I feel like we're very uninformed about our own uterus. Um, about what it does, about our body, what it, like the things it produces. And like, they can tell you if you're gonna be like early menopause, which I think, I think that malein thing told me that I would be somewhat early menopause, not like super early, but like early-er. Um, but I can tell you like that. So if you know to expect for that or what your egg reserve looks like, just all of these things. And it's so much better to be informed than not. Um, So I recommend that. <laughs> um, and then no matter the topic, don't fucking wait for anybody. Like you have to live this life to the fullest how you want. So do the things that set you on fire and that you've dreamed of all of your life. Stop waiting for someone else to give you permission. Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode, I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes so more babes can find me. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a new episode. If you want to stay up to date on this crazy life of mine, you can follow along on Instagram at seller Slide into my DMs with any questions you may have for future episodes. And until next time, later babes.